Happy Halloween, everybody. East Society Podcast, 31 Days of Horror, is finally at the end, 2023. I couldn't figure out what to do on our last episode of the year, of the, of the month on Halloween. So, I mean, the last few, the last three years, we've ended it with a Halloween film, so why not give you... We didn't get any more new ones, and from what I understand, we're getting a TV show at some point, so you'll probably get that when that comes out. But um, I've been watching the, uh, let's say, the second timeline in in the Halloween series, because if you guys don't know, there's three timelines. No, wait, wait. Yeah, three. Isn't this the third timeline? No, this is the the second. Well, wait. The first one was the original to uh, part six. What was that? Curse of Michael Myers. The second timeline was one, two, H2O and Resurrection. The third timeline is the first Halloween, then David Gordon Green's last three that we got the last few years. Lance's favorite masterpiece. So we're here with the 1998 Stephen Minor film Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Everyone is entitled to one good scare. I've had my share. 20 years have passed since that fateful night. Do you know what day it is? Halloween. 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 And they thought the terror was dead and gone. Hey, you know, Michael Myers. Never found his body. They were wrong. It finally ends here. Halloween H2O. Two decades after surviving a massacre on October 31st, 1978, former babysitter Lori Strode finds herself haunted by persistent knife wielder Michael Myers. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lori now lives in Northern California under an assumed name where she works as the headmistress of a private school. But it's not far enough to escape Myers, who soon discovers her whereabouts. As Halloween descends upon Lori's peaceful community, a feeling of dread weighs upon her with good reason. All right. That was google let's see what uh with the one sentence and imdb laurie strode now the dean of a northern california private school with an assumed assumed name must battle the shape one last time as her life as the life of her own son hangs in the balance but was this the last time she had to battle him in this timeline did her son's life hang in the balance kind of sort of he got uh, a little jacked up yeah, and then he was out of there. <laughs> yeah. This one, um, well, hold on. Let me run through the cast. All right. Um, back again for, I believe, this was the third time uh, before the, these last three. Academy Award winner, Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. And what the hell was her name? It was Carrie Kate. T- Carrie Tate. Yeah, Carrie Tate. Uh, along with uh, Adam Arkin. Um, introducing Josh Hartnett. I believe this was his first film. Yeah, his stupid haircut. <laughs> uh, I did love him in 30 Days of Night. If you guys listen to that episode, if you haven't, go back a few and it's there for your for your listening pleasure. Uh, I believe she was nominated for Academy Award. I don't know if she ever won one. Michelle Williams, a very young Michelle Williams. Probably the first thing I've ever seen her in. And uh, Josh Baskin, I believe was his name, in Jumanji. Uh, Adam Han Bird. That was him. Yeah. Young Robin Williams, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love Jumanji. The original one. I, I, I like the second one. The third one was okay. Shout out to The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, and Jack Black. He was awesome. <laughs> but uh, this gal, Jody Lynn O'Keefe. What have I seen her in? I think I've seen her in, in her older roles. Uh, she's all that. Okay, I did see that. Um, Never seen Lucifer. It must have just been She's All That that I remember her in. I, I know I've seen her in other things, but, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Vampire Diaries. Uh, no. Prison Break. Never watched that either. Fuck Vampire Diaries. <laughs> that the asshole uh, in that show. What I, now? I got to find out what his name is. I hated that fucker. Um, he was one of the va- the main vampire guys. Uh, he was in Smallville, I think, for like a one episode. I don't remember. Ian Summerholder or whatever his name is. All right, quick little story. I was at Comic Con one year, and I was in the hotel, Hard Rock Hotel. And if you stay there. There's movie stars, TV stars walking in and out of that place because there's all kinds of stuff going on there. These these girls ran up to him. Mm, I couldn't tell you how old they were. They weren't. They were teenagers. Uh, this is like the second time I've seen some asshole movie star. The first time was that little fucker from Ender's Game that told those little those little girls might have been 11 or 12 at the oldest when they asked for a picture. He went no. And then walked away. I was like, you cocksucker. <laughs> so I had to light him up on Twitter. When it was Twitter, I had to light him up. But that very night, he was there taking pictures with everybody. So I'm sure he's seen that tweet. 
motherfucker. Anyway, that movie sucked anyway. <laughs> but anyway, that guy from Vampire Diary, same situation. These little teen girls ran up to him. There was nobody around. I could understand if he was getting mobbed by Hella Fools. But you're there at Comic-Con to promote, obviously, Vampire Diaries. And these girls were huge fans of it. They didn't go, ah, run up screaming. They were kind of just standing there. And they, excuse me, Mr. whatever his name is. And before they can even say anything, he went, no, and kept walking away. I was like, you motherfucker. I was like, he could have said, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Da, 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 da. I gave him some kind of excuse. He was just straight up, no. I was like, well, I was like, fuck you. I What's never. What's his name again? Ian something, Summerfield, or whatever I said. <laughs> First Ian Summerfield and then Jason Momoa. Uh, well, Jason Momoa was cool when I met him. He was drunk, but he was cool. But then he shoulder-checked me at the Metallica show. But I couldn't cause no beef. I was in the circle, in the, um, not circle pit, the, uh, the snake pit. And he's a star. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I mean, I did I still like Jason Momoa. He he he's not my Aquaman, but he's he's uh, still cool. Everything I'm hearing about the new one, uh, he definitely won't be Aquaman. Uh, I don't know. We'll wait until we see it. Um, but anyway, Halloween H2O again, directed by Steve Miner. He's the one that gave us, uh, I think it was Friday the 13th Part Two, and the Great Friday the 13th Part Three in 3D. Not sure if oh he did that dumbass remake of Day of the Dead. <laughs> I think I covered that at some point. I I, I don't remember. Which one? I don't know what um the remake man the one with uh Ving Rhames yeah that one oh god he directed that one. <laughs> I remember when it was coming out and I was like oh cool and then when it finally came out trash. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's um, Day of the Dead, whatever year that came out. It's on YouTube, the whole movie for free. So have at it. Uh, am I a completist? Yes, because I do have that movie. But what, what do you expect for $2? I had to get it. <laughs> so, But anyway, uh, Brian, when was the first time you seen Halloween H2O? Opening day in the theaters. Me and my brother went, and I clearly remember this because some... Young kids lit off a firework. In the theater? In the theater. For some reason, my brother was the only one who jumped out of his seat yelling. (laughs) And then I had to stop him from fighting some small kids. (laughs) I remember it was clear as day. But, uh, yeah, I was all for it. You know, the return of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, it was it was a while before we had a, a Halloween movie in the theater, so yeah, uh, I I still I still like this version for what it is and what it tried to do and how it tried to kind of connect the the timeline in a sensible manner. Um, I still have a soft spot for the Daniel Harris movies because those ones that just was always on when i was growing up but um i like how they they tried to wrap everything well attempted to wrap everything else up in this movie then we got resurrection but i like i like i like this one (laughs) okay what anyone says buster rhymes was badass oh i didn't finish with the cast uh, speaking of Busta Rhymes, he, he's a part of this. He's in hip hop. Ladies love 
LL Cool J was in this, so that was cool. Oh, and uh, the great Janet Lee, Jamie Lee's mom, she played Norma. That was cool. I liked it. Uh, she popped up in this. Plus, I believe she was driving the same car. That, probably not the exact same car, but the same model car from uh, Psycho in the original thing. And I just realized her name was Norma. All right, on. cool. Oh, and uh, what's his name? The the fake Robin. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jimmy. He was only in it for like a second. And uh, Brendan Williams as well. He was one of the kids in the, the hockey kids, little hockey hooligans in the beginning. He was only there. I remember him in, was it Clueless? No, not Clueless. Uh, Can't Hardly Wait. He was one of those guys with uh, Seth Green, Special K, and, and the, the kid. <laughs> he was one of those guys. Oh, and uh, Halloween alum Nancy Stevens, she reprised her role as Marion. If you guys remember her, she was uh, the nurse in the very first one. And she came back for the second film, Halloween 2, when she popped in towards the end, when she was telling, um, uh, delivering a message that uh, Dr. Loomis had to go back to wherever, wherever that hospital was. And she comes back for another timeline. Did she come back again in the last couple? uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah, that's right. She was in it. I don't know if she was the same. I think she was the same character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, I mean, if you think Friday the 13th and everything else is bad, no, at least they kind of stayed on target until the new line took over and messed it all up. Uh, except for Jason X, that was fucking awesome. But anyway, um, again, this is the timeline. When I, when I first saw this, I hadn't seen this movie in a while. I kind of really forgot the beginning. But I thought it was the original Halloween, then this one. But if you guys paid attention in the beginning of this, when the, the camera's panning around Dr. Loomis's office, he had passed already. Uh, rest in peace, Donald Pleasance. There was pictures on, on the wall from Halloween 2 that had pictures of, of Marion's character in there. And um, uh, what's his name? Garth from Wayne's World. Um, the hell's his name? Uh, Dana Carvey. Yeah. For those of you the diehard Halloween fans, you already know he was in part two. But if you didn't know, Dana Carvey was, excuse me, was in it. He was, uh, he didn't, I don't think he had many lines, but he was there. He was one of the, um, the uh, TV news production dudes. I don't think he, he had was on, any lines. Yeah, he, he, he popped in a little bit in the beginning and at the very end. I didn't learn that until a few years ago. No, I never paid attention to who was in the background, but. But yeah, so I was like, okay, so again, I mean, Halloween 1 and 2 happened all in one night. Because later on in this film, they do mention, no, 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 in Resurrection, the next film, I just watched the beginning of that one after this one, they had mentioned that he killed, uh, of course, his sister in the very beginning, uh, the kids throughout the first one, then he killed three nurses, and uh, they said two paramedics, I think one paramedic. So I take it um, Jimmy survived. In the TV version of Halloween 2, we see Jimmy pops up at the end in the ambulance. But in the theatrical version, the last time we see Jimmy is when he passes out in in his car. Talking about Lance Kiss? Yeah. Okay. So so part two is involved in this timeline. So I'm like, okay. I love part two. I know some people didn't care for it. The original part two, not Rob Zombie's trash 
I don't you know what he like was. the white horse? No. And all that stuff? I love Sherry Moon Zombie, but damn, did she need to be in it? No, she didn't. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what that movie was about. Someone can explain it to me or shoot me a link that explains Rob Zombie's Halloween too, because that shit was trash. Uh, but shout out to um, what's her name? She she took it like a champ. Um, Ma, what's that actress's name? Oh, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, Academy Award Octavia Spencer. Man, she got it probably the most brutal, because that's when Michael was like, huh, huh, as he was stabbing her. I was like, whoa, what? The I hell felt is bad this? for. Uh, Danny Trejo. That's right. I was in the first one. Yeah, he's there was no with, love. He's friends yeah. with Mikey. Yeah, he still hit him with a TV and drowned him. That's another episode, everyone. We'll probably get to that eventually at some point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this one was cool, man. I saw it opening weekend. I didn't see it Friday night. I saw it here in the town that I lived in. And everybody was jazzed because it was pretty much a packed house on a Saturday afternoon for the matinee. I figured they all saw it Saturday, but some of them were wondering, hey, we saw it last night. It was good. So they were back again. So uh, it was a good, fun crowd. Everybody was screaming and yelling and cheering. So obviously they were some other than me. I was probably the oldest one in there. Um, a bunch of Halloween fans ready to see what they were going to bring us in. What was this? 1998? Yeah, 98. Oh, duh. 20 years later. 78 was the first one. So I remember sitting there when it was over. I was like, it just, to me, it felt like it just abruptly ended and that was it. I was like, mm, okay, well, I guess that's it and there's not going to be any more. But I, must, I spoke too soon because a few years later we got Resurrection. Yeah, re-watching it now, that ending, Michael's reaction... I'm like, you guys did plan this to go further. I think so, too, because uh, 98 was H2O and then Resurrection was 2002. So either they had that planned just in case, because yeah, I do believe this one made some money. Let me see what the budget was. Oh, it made money. It was $17 million. It boxed off at $75 million, So, yeah, they probably had. Well, I, maybe they maybe they had an idea if. They can go forward to see how this one does. Um, because, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to the end. Because I, I got to talk about the beginning of Resurrection as well. But again, <laughs> 20 years later, um, where the hell were they? I know they were in Northern California. I can't remember exactly uh, where they were. Um, but the beginning of this film, I, I did enjoy. Um, that's when we got the return of Nancy Stevens' uh Marion's character, she's kind of going home to her house. She goes in and realizes it's it was ransacked uh, by somebody she doesn't know. So she runs next door to get uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Did you notice in the credits they said, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jimmy? And he had gotten killed before his name even popped up in the credits. So I was like, well, all right. He, they must they have knew, knew. He, knew. Yeah, he, knew he was going to be a star. <laughs> yeah, so... No love for Brendan Williams. He didn't get his name in the beginning. But so she goes and tells Jimmy and Tony go over there and and see. So that these little uh, um, hockey hooligans, they go in there. Jimmy goes in there with his hockey stick and he starts talking shit and he looks around and he goes into her office and notices that it was it was ransacked. So <clears throat> he goes into the kitchen. 
swipes a few beers for him and his boy. And then he turns around and gets spooked out and then swings that hockey stick for those um, little pot hangers right above the little island in the kitchen, if you guys have something like that. And just wrecks that, then goes back in the house and or goes back next door and says, "Yeah, that's somebody wrecked your house." So, um, but there's nobody in there. So she's like, "All right." So she ends up going in there. Um, she goes in and she sees uh, everything in there, and she does realize that whoever it was uh, tore through, or she was actually taking care of Doctor Loomis before he passed. So that was the office that. Um, somebody went in there and, and tore, tore the room apart. Obviously, we know it was Michael Myers. I got questions in a minute. Um, <laughs> so she goes next door and then she realizes it and then she kind of freaks out because she sees uh, Laurie Strode's um, pictures there. And she's like, ah, so she kind of gets it. So she runs next door to uh, go see Jimmy and she charges into their house. Jimmy's sitting in, in the recliner with his hockey um, skate. Uh, like, it was good effect, man. It was, like, right in his face. And she, ah, she goes running into the kitchen, and she opens up the, the back door, and Tony's standing there. Did he get strangled or stabbed or something? I, I couldn't tell. He's yeah. dead. He was just, yeah, he was just dead, and then he falls in. And then Michael comes in and grabs her. Or, no, he tries to come after her, and she, ah, she runs. Uh, they did call the cop, the cops because the cops show up, but they're over at Marion's house because that's where they said the break-in was. So they're kind of looking in. Yeah, there's a break-in. There's nobody in here. Maybe it was a crank call or whatever, but they do notice some, something happened there. So she runs up to the window, the side window on her side of the house, trying to get their attention, and Michael comes up behind her and just, just slits her throat, and that's the end, and then he just... I assume just memorized all his all the information and and bounced up out of there because one of the cops noticed that hey man there's some stuff over here yeah we got a uh, two for one jackpot over here partner or he says something <laughs> stupid <laughs> yeah so they noticed that but they turn their attention away from Marion's house and look into Jimmy's house they don't hear that cool old car I'm sure those cars are loud. Um, rolling out and then rolls down the road and, and heads out and that was the beginning and then we get this montage of uh, the camera going through uh, Dr. Loomis's office and I don't know why they didn't just use the the speech he did in uh, it was the exact same speech he did in the original Halloween when they just use that they got somebody that kind of sounded like him you didn't think Tom Kane sounded like Dr. Loomis uh, no <laughs> so they uh they then they're showing all the pictures and that's when i realized that, okay this part two did is a part of this timeline so there's four there's four movies in this second timeline of halloween i was at first i was kind of like all right so after part six that one just kind of just ended and we know uh, Dr. Loomis died. And Michael just kind of walks off. So when this one came out, I was sitting there thinking when it was over. I was like, how does this tie into the, the last film? And then I remember talking to one of my buddies. And he was the one that said, he goes, it's another timeline. It's like all those other movies from 
part four to six didn't happen. I was like, hmm. So the multiverse was early before <laughs> before the MCU <laughs> started. So I'm like, uh, okay. I'm, all right. I'm all right. Fine. Good way to bring Jamie Lee. Because if you know in the original timeline from after part two, you got to skip three and go to four. Speaking of four, go over to the Horror Returns. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, we did a, a commentary uh, track for it. And it was too many of us. And we were all on top of each other. <laughs> but it was still a fun time. I think we got to do five next. Oh, we're um, doing, we are doing five. Just, just from Lance's reaction to four. <laughs> we're doing five, six. Doing them all. We might as well. <laughs> so... So I was, yeah, I remember sitting there like, okay, okay, well, this it doesn't match because I was like, well, we find out Lori's got a kid named John, uh, Josh Hartnett, and the dad just kind of up and left, got sick of uh, Lori's drinking and her uh, craziness, her PTSD. But um, I was sitting there thinking, well, how come they never mentioned Jamie, Jamie Lloyd? I was like, that's that's that this that was all before I realized this was or I was told that it was another timeline. So I was like, uh, I was I, I was I remember just racking my brain watching this movie. I was like, what's happening? Whoa, who is this? How where's how come they don't, did she just forget her daughter? Because I remember after this came out when people were talking about it, like on at the movies or one of those guys that they were like. Um, one of those review shows, they were kind of like, yeah, they said the exact same thing. And they said, what about Daniel Harris? Did they just forget her? What? I was like, okay, whatever. But then Jamie later, just turned out. into John. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we we see Lori. She is uh, having a nightmare. So she's screaming and she wakes up. Ah! And then her son comes running in. Mom, mom, mom! You wakes her up and. Uh, she's obviously been dealing with this nightmare for 20 years. I mean, that would suck, though. I mean, anyone that deals with uh, any kind of PTSD, I mean, I'm I'm sure it, it can't be fun. I mean, I deal with it as well, but not to this extreme where somebody was trying to kill me <laughs> 20 years ago. But um, and it's not a laughing matter. I'm just I'm just saying. But um, so we find out that, yeah, they says Northern California, wherever, wherever. I can't remember the name of the school they were at. They say there's a sign right when they when they roll in there. But I don't remember some private school in uh, any any town USA in California, Northern California. I think it's supposed to be Summer Glen, California. OK, I don't know if that's a, <laughs> a place. But. <laughs> Uh, in this in this uh, Halloween universe, there it is in this multiverse of Halloween. Um, so yeah, we find out there she's the headmistress. Her son goes to school there. They're all getting ready, Faye, for a uh, fall trip to Yosemite. I don't know how far that is from where they're at. If you've never been to Yosemite National Park, um, it, it's worth going if you ever get a chance. Go. Uh, stay out of that water because that water is ice cold, and it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. We went there in the dead of summer and it was a billion degrees and damn, I almost froze just putting like not even going up to my knees on how cold that water was. So anyway, continue. So uh, everybody's going, but uh, what was her name? Kate? Carrie Tate. Carrie Tate. Uh, Yeah, somewhere in California. She didn't want. Oh, they go to the Hillcrest Academy. 
in Summer Glen, California, Northern California. I assume for Northern California, uh, maybe. Hmm, I'm trying to think. I was thinking more Southern California where they were at, but who knows? Maybe somewhere in the, in the middle of the state. But anyway, so, um, yeah, they're all getting ready to go on this Yosemite trip. She doesn't want her son to go because uh, she's like, no, it's Halloween. You know what day it is. Uh, you need to stay with me because she's still worried about it all. Just thinking that uh, Michael has, is coming back still. And again, another question. Okay, if th- if part two is involved in this, he didn't, Michael, and if you guys remember part two, the original part two, uh, Michael was burnt to a crisp. And I don't know how he should have survived that. And I don't know how he should have had eyelashes or anything because he was engulfed from head to toe in flames. But, okay. <laughs> he was uh, recovering for 20 years. <laughs> he was in that hobo's shack. Oh, no, that's the, the other timeline. Yeah, getting anyway. His, getting his tattoo. <laughs> that hobo gave Matt that, a thorn tattoo. <sighs> the cult of thorn. And anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, listen to the horror returns when we go over that one uh, not anytime soon maybe eventually <laughs> but so uh, did you ever see the producer's cut of part six uh, i want to say yes but if we I do commentaries we got to do both of those the theatrical and the producer's cut the book because the producer's cut is way bonkers just because Lance hates it so much. I might schedule them for two different episodes. <laughs> they got to be commentaries. Turned uh, Michael into um, what is it when you a rapist basically? But he raped uh, oh, his his niece. Yeah, he raped his niece, and that baby uh, was his. Your guess is as good as mine, uh, boys and girls. Go go watch the producers cut. Of Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, and try to figure out that that whole deal. But anyway, so, yeah, she doesn't want him to go. Everyone else is going. Uh, Michelle Williams' character, um, what the hell was her name? Molly, uh, her friend Sarah, and uh, Josh Baskin, well, Charlie, <laughs> the kid from uh, Jumanji. <laughs> That's all I see. Anyway, so, not Josh Baskin. Now that's a big what the hell is his name um uh alan alan, alan. Um, uh parish that was yeah. his name uh, sorry everyone i'm getting my movies uh confused <laughs> he looked exactly the same he, he's just a little older but anyway so everyone is going on the trip again she doesn't want her son to go because she he just wants to uh be there um we're introduced to adam arkin's care character will baron bannyman or whatever uh he brennan i believe he is the um guidance counselor yeah the guidance counselor to the school and he and kate have a, a relationship so because every time they got alone they attacked each other so, hey, man, get yours, no matter how old you are. So I guess she was 17 and 78, so this was she's probably in her 30s 
uh, by this time. Say 37. 37. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're doing their thing. Uh, we're also introduced to uh, Norma, Norma Watson. She was the secretary of the school, and um, she didn't have much of a part in it. She was kind of just there, uh, and it, it was cool to see her, uh, Janet Lee, uh, pop up in this. So I think it was more just fan service, but uh, yeah. awesome to see them in, in it. They had a good little scene here a little bit where she's trying to give her advice and she's like, let me, can I, can I be maternal for a second? Everyone deserves a good scare on Halloween. Yeah. Cause there was a lot of jump scares in this for nothing. I mean, not like Michael jumping out of nowhere. Well, it seemed of, to be involved with, uh, Mr. James, Mr. Ladies love cool James. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's sneaking up on him. <laughs> he, he was a young lady's love. <laughs> Yeah, how tall are you? Uh, six foot. I don't know how tall he is. Uh, I noticed this when I was watching this. I met him once. Uh, he did a show up in Tahoe, and I met him in the airport. And um, he's tall. So when he was standing next to Josh Hartnett, he's he must be tall, too, because they look like they were pretty much eye to eye. And ladies love, yeah, man, that guy, he's big, as in, like, buff. He, he was bigger than his, I don't know if those were just his boys or bodyguards or whatever. He was walking in front of them. Um, I just, I, I was out of the side of my eye just seeing this big black guy. And I look over, I see the two dudes behind him. And then I see him in the front. And I went, I even yelled out. I went, ladies love. He went, hey man, what's up? Gave me a pound and kept moving. Did he <laughs> so, lick his lips? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was paying attention. Those were probably his boys with him if you believe the stories about the you heard about him and uh, jamie fox fight they had on any given sunday they what had a fight it, it's in the movie that's real it was a real fight and they left it in the movie yeah i'm gonna have to rewatch that i don't remember that but according to the once. according to stories he had his he had his boys with him and they, they tried to continue it after in uh jamie's uh what do you call it? The trailer. Oh, man. Come on, everyone. Just Oliver Stone ain't got time for all that. You guys were lucky you were in this film. I don't even remember that movie. I just remember the scene when that black guy was standing there with um, Cameron Diaz. And he was just hanging 10. I was, I was like, what the hell's going on in, in this movie? Because she walked into the uh, the locker room. And that guy was just standing there. That's out of everything in that movie. That's the only part I remember. Because I, I remember, remember sitting in the theater being shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I only remember from the theater because there was there was some older women. They were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there was someone in the bag with, God damn. <laughs> <sighs> Oliver Stone. Anyway, <laughs> it's another show. Um so, yeah, everyone's gearing up to go. Yeah, we're introduced to Adam uh, Arkin's character, and we're introduced to Ladies Love. He's the uh, the security, the gate security guard. Slash and, romantic romantic novelist. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's writing a story and had his girlfriend on the phone. Who is she? she, she we didn't even get to see her. We just heard her uh, talking the whole time. So, but Josh Harnett, again, he, he wanted to go. But I think he kind of wanted to go, but then when his mom said he couldn't go, he he um 
Charlie didn't go because he he had bad grades. I can't remember why Sarah didn't go. I think Molly just didn't go because John wasn't going. So they figured, all right, well, the four of us are going to be here and the rest of the whole school and, and all the staff were going. Uh, the only ones that were sticking around was uh, Kate and Will, the guidance counselor and the headmistress uh, of the school to watch uh, these four kids. But Josh and Charlie were Josh, John and Charlie were kind of gearing up. We're going to have something special for our ladies on Halloween. Uh, we need to go get some uh, party supplies. I assume booze and whatever else, because John said he wanted to get a gift for Molly. So they kind of uh, talked to Ronnie uh, LL like, hey, man, just act like you left the gate open and we won't get you in trouble. He's like, nah, man, last time you guys got out of here, your mom said she was going to fire me. So they kind of he just like, uh, they're like, like come on, man, on do us a salad. Don't get your ass fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was like, ah, all right. So he let him go. So Kate and Will, a.k.a. Lori, they go into town just for a lunch, uh, just to kind of get away. And, the, yeah, we do notice that um, Kate, she does have a bit of a drinking problem. And, I mean, you, you deal with your own uh, stresses of life uh, in, your, in your way. So she was just constantly drinking wine or whatever. Because when they were sitting in that restaurant, and I think he went to the bathroom or something. She's sitting there and she's like, excuse me, can I get another glass of rosé or whatever the hell she was drinking? And the, wait, the, the waiter looks at her glass and it's still full. And she's like, come on, step on it. And he's like, all right, rolls his eyes and kind of goes get it. But then she like powers it hella fast. Uh, she's always looking around and she keeps imagining seeing Michael, like if he's outside or, or reflections uh in the glass uh, looking out a window or something we, she'd always seen him but she just knew it was just the stress and everything yeah, that she like, was dealing with i like some of those shots though like she'll see the reflection of him and then she'll close her eyes and like concentrate and he'll just slowly fade away yeah i liked all that uh what did you think of the mask in this one it's better than what we got in halloween four <laughs> and five yeah. There's definitely no um, moments in the movie where he had blonde hair. <laughs> and it got, it was better than four and five. Six, that one was actually okay. But um, they had four. some mishaps in six, too. Yeah, four, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know who greenlit that one. Five, I don't know who greenlit that one, too. It was like they just hired me. To make one, and I made it up from memory, because it looked it looked garbage <laughs> in the fifth one. In the sixth one, I think they kind of maybe got some real mask guys and uh, or better mask making guys, and they it, it looked okay. The movie still garbage, but the mask was at least all right. I did like this mask in this one, but there was times where it looked like he had an afro because yeah, it was one, one. Go ahead. So one of the scenes when we see him walking kind of off in the distance and he and he's just he's hurrying up trying to get get to where he was going it looked like he had a uh, an afro a was, static electricity going on yeah i was like what the hell's happening here and it, it was a little too clean yeah it was really clean for I mean, for 20 years this obviously isn't the mask from 
from part two because that one burned up in the hospital. So I don't know where he got this one. I don't know. I still I still want to know why they keep making these masks after this guy just murdered all kinds of people. Yeah, because uh, what's what's his name? Brennan. Yeah, the, the boyfriend, the counselor. He's heard of the story of Michael Myers. Yeah, because uh, she she ends up telling him later. Because, yeah, once everyone, everybody left, everyone in the school is gone. It's just the four there. Uh, Adam Arkin's there. He said, I'm going to kind of go do my rounds and make sure everyone's okay. Lori's kind of doing her thing and telling him, like, hey, um, is it cool if we spend the evening together? And she's like, yeah, that, that would be cool. She was, oh, no, be, before all the kids left, she, um, I think, talk, was talking to Will. And she, I think he convinced her, look, man, you, you got to let. You got to let your son live his life. So she had signed the permission slip for him to go on the trip to uh, Yosemite. But he already made these plans uh, to be with his woman and his homie and his girl. So he just figured, you know what? I can just hide for a couple of days in this big ass school and she won't know anything. But obviously she would find out when they all came back. But all hell broke loose in between then and that. So. She was, they were, her and Will were kind of just hanging out, uh, getting it on a little bit and drinking. And she's, she kind of like, I need to tell you something. And he's like, yeah, sure. While well, she's on top of them, they're not naked or anything. She's on top of them making out. And she goes, um, she goes, yeah, back uh, 20 years ago, my brother uh, went crazy and tried to kill, kill me and killed some of my friends. And he was kind of like, wait, what? And then she she mentioned he goes she goes my name isn't Kate or whatever, and then he started realizing because he he had they, she had mentioned they had mentioned it before and then she told him who who he was, and he was like wait a minute isn't he dead? Or no he said when when she brought up Laurie Strode he goes wait a minute didn't she die? And she was like yeah, but he was like okay because from what from what they were told us in this one that Laurie had died in a car wreck. Yeah, she she said she faked her death. Because that's how they supposedly she in the first timeline supposedly she died. Because uh, we find that out in part four that uh, Lori died in a car wreck. Her, yeah, I why, think was, why couldn't they keep that timeline? Then they'd have to explain why there's no Jamie. <laughs> so. I mean, there could be, there can be Jamie. Jamie, Jamie became like her uncle at the end of Halloween four. <laughs> and she went into hiding for 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, she told basically told him the whole story on what happened. And he's like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. So he's like, oh, well, all right, cool. Party. Let's uh, let's get it on. Back, John and Charlie, they're out there. They, they, they had this big old smorgasbord of food and they had booze. They were just drinking. No, that was a uh, Lori. She was drinking straight vodka. I don't care if you drink vodka. Cool. Oof. I, I I can't do hard alcohol. I mean, beer is about as much as I can do. Maybe a strong beer, but just hard whiskey, vodka, any of that. Straight. Ooh. No. No. Thank you. Anyway. Um. So the yeah, the kids are doing their thing. Uh, dangerous amount of candles they lit. Yeah, they did. I would have burned that whole place down. <laughs> and they obviously left them burning when all hell broke loose. 
So John and Molly are in their own little uh, somewhere in the basement, I guess. It looked like there was a bunch of corridors downstairs. Um, they were down there, kind of had it all set up in a little romantic area, and there was a table and everything, and they were going to eat. Sarah and Charlie are they're bringing down the food. Um, Charlie kind of like they forgot a uh, a wine opener, a cork one of those little corkscrew opener things. So Charlie goes up. Oh no, Charlie and Sarah go. There's two levels. Um, there. I, I was thinking, why is there two levels of the kitchen? There was an upstairs and a downstairs, but okay. Because they're down the first floor trying to find that little wine opener. And they said, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs and see if there's one up there. So he gets in that little elevator, little service elevator that goes up. So Sarah's kind of waiting around for him. Charlie goes up there. He finds one. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Before all this, um, Ronnie LL is uh, at the front talking to his girlfriend, reading him the story. He wrote, this car pulls up. Well, let me go back a little more. Um, After... Uh, Michael stole that car from the beginning and left. He stopped at a uh, rest stop because we see that his tire was all shredded up. He blew a tire. Uh, this mom and her little girl pull up to the rest stop and run in there to go to the bathroom. And while they're in there, Michael comes in, steals that lady's purse, goes outside, gets the keys. I don't know why she was driving that old van truck or whatever the hell it was. How else would Michael get a creepy vehicle? I don't know. He could have killed another auto repairman. She had something. the creepiest vehicle there at the time. <laughs> it looked like that um uh, truck in Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> so <laughs> he jumps in there and brrr, hauls off. Doesn't kill the mom or the little girl. So that's how he got the car. But anyway, back to uh, uh, Ronnie. He sees um oh uh when I'm sorry I skipped another part when uh, John and Charlie were in town. Uh, when Lori and Will were there getting lunch, they kind of run into John and Charlie, and she just lights them up like, ah, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. And that was before. Was that before she? Yeah, no, yeah, that was. It was before that she gave him permission to go on the trip. Yeah, because he gave his, basically, I'm trying to live my life lines, and so I think that kind of started something in her mind that maybe I'm I'm doing too much. He cuz he was basically saying I'm taking care of you, you're not taking care of me. Yeah. So she kind of felt bad and that's why she sorry, you know, you can go on the trip. But they got caught. She did go back and uh, yell at Ronnie and he he gave them the look like you guys are dead. <laughs> so they played it off smooth though cuz yeah, they had they bags of liquor. <laughs> yeah. Just like just doing the yes ma'am. No, get get right in the car, man. <laughs> Didn't hear the clanking of the bottles. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, all that. But um, Ronnie's at, at the his post in the front. He sees an old uh, Jeepers Creepers truck pull up, and he's like, "What the heck?" He's like, "Hold on, somebody's here." So he kind of goes out there and looks. Um, he opens up the gate to see. He goes over to the car. Nobody's in there. Uh, I don't know where Michael was hiding because while he's sticking his head in there looking around, Michael walks behind him and then goes into the school. So he's like, all right. So he's kind of like, ah, oh, he shuts the gate, gets back on the phone. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's some some old weird car here and nobody's in it. And Because she, he's like, what? Who's, what's going on? Who's there? And he goes, I don't know. And uh, this is when the, the phones go dead. Uh, we kind of see Michael lurking around. I thought he was going to kill him because he's like, 
keeps popping up in the windows. But then he's like, ah, well, I don't know what's happening. I, I gotta, I gotta go figure out something. So you don't, Michael, like to play games. <laughs> so uh, Michael walked off somewhere, and then yeah, everyone back. Lori and Will are doing their thing. She's telling them the stories, everything. John and Molly are getting it on, kind of, sort of. Uh, Charlie and Sarah, yeah, he Charlie went upstairs to go get the course group, and when he finds one, he drops it into the sink. Uh, with the garbage disposal, so I was waiting for Michael to come over and hold him down and turn it on. I think that would have been a little better kill, but whatever. <laughs> so Charlie turns around and Michael's standing there, like, "What the fuck?" And um, yeah, he has the weirdest reaction. He turns around and says, "Oh, oh, hey." <laughs> he didn't. Did we see him get killed? No, we just find his body, or his girlfriend finds his body later. Okay, yeah, because um. She is still on the second floor waiting for him. And um, she hears the um, the elevator coming down. So she kind of stands there and waits. And then when she, when the door opens, we see him in there. And she's like, ah, whatever, whatever. And then she looks at him. And then we notice that his uh, throat is cut. So she's like, oh, no. So she kind of just uh, get, gets ready to run. She tries to run, but then Michael comes. Dun, dun, he appears, and she's like, ah. So she tries to run away. He, like, stabs her in the leg really quick, and then she crawls over to the... Um, the um, I think it's the Dunwaiter. Yeah, that little elevator thing. Yeah. She, jumped, she jumps into that, and then... Um, and starts going up, going up the elevator. And then when Michael kind of sticks in and sees it and everything. So she gets to the top and she's crawling out. Michael grabs the rope that, that it's connect to and, and cuts it. And then. Um, no, she went, she did. She went up and then did she go back down? Because I was thinking, how the hell did that? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm she sorry. crawled out and he cut the. No, it went down. Okay, yeah, because uh, she crawled out, he cut the rope, and then it dropped, and her leg was still hanging halfway in. Yeah, because when yeah when she crawled out and he cut the rope, the um the elevator dropped while her foot was still in, or because her foot got stuck under um Charlie because he his dead body was in there, so her foot got stuck, and then before she can pull her foot all the way out, Michael cut the rope, the elevator went down and just like snapped her ankle. Ooh, I felt that one, everyone. For those of you who don't know, I heard broke my ankle. I didn't <laughs> understand how she pulled her leg out eventually. I, I don't know. I mean, just movie strength. <laughs> so <laughs> she pulls it out. So she's crawling on there. She got a broken ankle, a cut in the leg. Uh, Michael comes in and then just puts his foot on her neck and then just starts stabbing her in the back. So that's that's the end of Sarah. Um. They hear the noise because they hear um, John and Molly hear the elevator go crashing down. So they're kind of like, well, they've been gone for a while. Let's let's go see what's happening. So they're kind of lurking around. They go into the kitchen um, and they start they go into one of the um, little pantry rooms. They open the door and they find Sarah hanging there from uh, some kind of extension cord thing. And then they ah, they start running. They run out into the um, she have a hole through her. I think so. I don't know. Because I, I swear you can see, like, in her chest, like, you can see, like, what's behind her. 
Let me see. No, she, it looks like she had um a light bulb or something. Oh, uh, that's the, right. She the had... cord was wrapped around her neck and the light okay. bulb was uh, hanging in front of her. So I'm watching this on one of those kill counts. So that was an hour and a minute into the movie. <laughs> before it said leg snap stabbed at least four four times in the back <laughs> so that's how she got killed so when they they go running out michael's he appears and they're like ah so um uh john gets stabbed in the leg but he he's like it just maybe just a little flesh wound because he was still able to run he was limping and everything and this is when we got to teleporting Michael because they left him in the dust in the kitchen or wherever he was. And there, I don't know how far they were. They ran out of that building and they're running up this, uh, this trail along the side, going up a hill, going up to the, the other side or another, uh, building. And then Michael jumps out of nowhere and, ah, he, he, oh, this is when, um, Josh gets stabbed because, um, he jumps out, grabs, um, Molly and then she kind of gets away. John goes up and starts socking, punching Michael in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do a Julius uh, when he was boxing up Jason. And uh, Jason takes Manhattan, but it didn't work. So he kind of pushes John uh, John down, and that's when he stabs him in the leg. And he was walking up on him, getting ready to stab him again. But then Molly comes up with a big rock and slams Michael on the side of the head. And then he goes down. So then they start running. Uh, they run up to a gate. Uh, Michael's hot on her heels. She's got a, a key, and it has to do the, of course, a little horror trope that you, you're trying to get the key, you can't get it, and then when you finally get it, they got into the little gated thing, and then there was a, another door that went into the building. But then as she slammed the door, her keys went with it, so she couldn't. She tried to reach for him, but she couldn't. And Michael came walking up, and he starts sticking his knife uh, through the gate, trying to stab him, but they're 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 a little too far back. He realizes the keys are there, so he doesn't know which key. So he's trying to figure out which key it is to open the lock. They're pounding on the door, just let us in. They're screaming. I don't know who they were screaming for, but they were just screaming. So right when before Michael found the right key and opened up the door, um, his mom shows up and Will. So they open up the door and they pull her in. And this is when we get the scene where Lori is finally face to face. Uh, with her brother, the Sheik, aka Michael Myers, and he just kind of looks at her with the tilted, with tilted head. She sees him. She reaches out to pull out her gun, but he's like gone. So they're like, all right, let, we need to get out of here. So they all run, run upstairs to hide. She puts um, John and Molly in a closet, saying, "Here, just, just stay here. Um, we'll be back for you. Just barricade the door so nobody gets in." Um, John, I mean, uh, Will and Lori, by this time she, DDR, she already told him that she was Lori Strode. I, I like, he asked, what do we do? And she says, live, try to live. <laughs> so they're, uh, they're upstairs and they're walking around trying to figure out what's, what's going on. They hear somebody coming up the stairs and, uh, Will takes the gun away from Lori because what we see, we kind of see a silhouette at the end of the hall and it looks like. Uh, Michael, and then Will just starts dish, dish, just busting off shots. Okay. <laughs> when we first see the silhouette, he had that frizzy fro hair you was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he got shot, it clearly was a ball-headed guy. Yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> he was walking around trying to figure out what was happening. 
he comes around the corner and, dish, 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 and then he just like ah then he falls down and they run up on him and uh they be like oh shit they see that it's ronnie and he's laying there i think he took one i know he took one to the side of the head it grazed him in the head yeah but he must have took another one to the shoulder because there was a lot of blood laying yeah, coming why, out of him why did Lori put her hand in the blood i don't know and then looked at her hand like oh my god it's real <laughs> movie effects so while they're um she's they're trying to help him uh will's got he's like got his uh his back to the this door behind him and all of a sudden laurie's looking down so we the audience sees the door open up uh will doesn't hear it and then michael comes out and just stabs him in the back or in the side with that big butcher knife and then just lifts him up like how he did um that nurse in Halloween too. That was probably like my favorite kill in that one. And uh he lifts him up and he's ah he's shaking and Lori's ah so she goes running off. So Will's dead. Ronnie's just laying there. They just assume he's dead. So uh Lori runs over to um oh no she ended up um she knocking Michael down. She kinda she knocked Michael down with something i can't remember um oh it was like a flagpole or something no that was when they were down downstairs oh. she i think she hit him with i don't know fire not fire extinguisher or something i can't remember what she hit him with but she runs over to the closet and pounding on the door come on come on come out so they come out and they all go running downstairs they get to uh Lori's car a little suv loads them into it come on let's go they see Michael uh, walking. This was like the fast Michael. He was walking pretty fast. So he walks up and they start the car. Bull, haul ass. They get to the main gate. What was that? I was going to say, that's what I was saying. John was, John's ready to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So they go hauling ass to the main gate. She stops. She gets out, opens up the gate. But instead of getting back in, Lori is telling him, look, you guys need to go down the road to the whoever whoever's house. And have them call the police and send them over here. And John's like, Mom, Mom. And she goes, Don't just go. I'll be all right. So they're like, Ah. So Molly jumps in the driver's seat and takes off. Lori goes back over. She shuts the gate. She smashes the um the little keypad that 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 opens the gate. So then she goes, uh, make sure that the gate won't open. Then she goes over to a um one of those uh fire axes that's on the wall Push, breaks that open she grabs it and starts walking up the road and screaming michael so they have their their last battle he um she goes upstairs and then she's looking around I, I, it's cool but i still have a question uh, about this she walks there's um there's a pipe like a water like a maybe a fire extinguisher or a fire line you know that has the sprinklers on it mm -hmm. uh, above the ceiling so was he like up hiding holding on to it and so she couldn't see when she came walking because it was like kind of in a doorway because when she walks past him and then we see michael's feet come down and he's he must be super strong because he's holding one hand and just going down hella slow and then she's like ah she he turns around and she hits him in the um in the shoulder with the axe and then he slices her arm with a knife the exact same arm 
that she got sliced in the in the first film. So I take it there's two scars, all right there. So she ah she she runs out of there. Michael pulls that axe out of his shoulder and throws it on the ground. Uh, this is when they go running into that that big room downstairs, and this is when she stabs him with the uh, flagpole. Okay. And, and then because yeah because that's when they she was crawling under the tables and he was walking on top of him trying to find her. Then he jumps down, starts pushing the tables out of the way. Trying to get her, and then she got that flagpole, runs and ah, stabs him with it. She got him kind of in the side because later we see there's a like a hole in his little coveralls and it's all bloody. So he kind of pulls that out. Uh, he goes running after her. She goes running into uh, the kitchen and pulls out a, a a drawer full of knives. I'd have just grabbed as many as I could and charged him, but she's she didn't think she's a knife thrower and she's like throwing at him and they're. He's just dodging them and knocking them out of the way. She uh, picks up the uh, the drawer and he just stabs right through it. And then she kind of just she gets away from him and she runs out uh, into the hallway again. And then she kind of she grabbed a couple knives when when she got out of there. But when she uh, he's she's hiding uh, behind these curtains because he's walking down the hall. And then she just comes running out and starts stabbing him in the chest with it, backing him up uh, towards this little guardrail. Uh, they're up on the second floor, and then he swings at her but misses, and she keeps stabbing him. And then he just leaves uh, one in his shoulder, and then he flies over the guardrail and <laughs> crashes onto a table. And then she goes back downstairs, and she's looking at him. She pulls a... Uh, I think she pulled the knife out of him and she was getting ready to stab him again. But then right before she could bring the knife down, Ronnie comes running in. So he's not dead. He came to the black guy doesn't die in the movie. <laughs> yeah. He came to run down there, pulls Lori away and says, he's dead. He's dead. Uh, we go outside. All the cops are there. The paramedics are there. Uh, John and Molly are there. And Laurie's kind of just standing around. Ronnie's uh, walking around with his hedge bandages up, talking to his girlfriend, saying, you know what? I'm going to write a suspense thriller or whatever he's, he's saying, a romantic thriller or something, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Laurie comes walking out. She sees uh, them bagging up Michael, and they put him in the back of this van. She walks up, picks up the uh, the axe again. And then she walks over to these two cops that are standing there. And I don't know why this cop's gun wasn't uh, locked uh, in his holster, but she grabs it, starts pointing at it and yelling to the to the paramedic dudes, put him in the van, just put him in there. So everybody's like, ah. So she gets in the van and hauls ass. John jumps up and runs over there. Mom, trying to see what's going on. She's hauling ass down the road, keeps looking in the rearview mirror. She finally sees that. Um, she sees the, uh, uh, the body bag that Michael's in starting to move around. And then she's like, oh, yeah, come on. And she's, I don't know whether we're driving down some windy ass road. And then Michael just comes out of the bag and tries to get her, but then she slams on the brakes and he goes flying out of the windshield. And then she's laying there. She's revving the car up and she's like, come on, get up. And he finally gets up. He does an undertaker and sits up and then he stands up and she, she guns it and just hits him. Uh, he's so he's stuck on the hood of the van 
and she's hauling ass and then just drives it right off of a cliff or like a hill, like an embankment. And then ah, the car. It, it flipped weird. <clears throat> I assume she had her seatbelt on. No, she jumped out because as, as it's rolling down the hill, um, she jumps out and the car's still rolling. I assume Michael must have got thrown clear down the hill. Uh, before the van started rolling, because we see him slam against a tree as the the the, the van is rolling and boosh, pins Michael uh, between the tree and the van. Uh, so he's like, oh, he's kind of knocked out. Lori kind of comes to and she uh, grabs the axe and then she walks down there. Uh, she sees Michael and either. OK, this is what I'm saying right here. Either the guys already had an idea for the next film. Or maybe they watched this and came up with the idea after. I don't know because I, I say they had an idea because me personally rewatching it. There's a moment where he kind of looks up at her and then he's grabbing at the mask. Like, why the hell is this mask on my head? But I go to, I I get that, but then I'm kind of like, why didn't you just pull it off? (laughs) But. And then we wouldn't have got another movie. But anyway, we'll get to that part in a minute. So he's, yeah, he's kind of, he kind of comes to, she walks up and she's looking at him. He's like, where the hell am I? He's holding, he, he realized he's holding his head. I don't know. I thought he was trying to make sure he had his mask on. But then he looks up and sees Lori and she's standing there looking at him. He's like holding his hand out, like trying to grab her. She started to feel like she was getting ready to swing that axe. But she walks up and kind of. Touches his fingers with her fingers and then she just steps back and woof cuts his head off. And that's your movie <laughs> right there. So says here that was an hour and twenty minutes in when she de- decapitated Michael. Quotes. And that was the end of your film right there. So I was like, okay, cool. I remember when the movie was over. I thought that was it. There wasn't going to be any more. This is a cool way to wrap up the series. Four years later. Yeah, four years later, <laughs> we, we got Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks and uh, Halloween Resurrection. So I had to watch the, the beginning after I watched H2O just to, to see. I remember what happened, but I just kind of had to make sure. Oh, um... No, who was it? Rick Rosenthal. Ro- Rick Rosenthal directed uh, Resurrection. He directed uh, the original Halloween two. So <clears throat> he, uh, we go, we see Lori. She is kind of narrating something in the beginning, talking about when you die, you all go down to this hall, and at the end of the hall, you either you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. I don't know what that all meant, but <laughs> so she's in a, a mental institution. I assume Haddonfield. I don't know where, wherever the hell they were. Uh, maybe probably California still, but she's uh, she's in her room. She's just kind of looking out the window. Um, this is they said this was three years after H two O. So. She's just kind of sitting in a room. The, these nurses, one of them is an older nurse and there's a younger nurse. And they're walking down, getting ready to take uh, Lori her medication. And the older nurse is telling the young one that, yeah, 
uh, back in 78, um, this guy, uh, killed, um, tried to go after her and kill her and killed her friends. And also kid, this is when they said also killed, uh, three nurses and, and a paramedic and, and a doctor or whatever. And that was everybody in part two in the hospital. So she goes, yeah. And then 20 years later, uh, she went at, he went after her again, uh, and, and killed some kids at the school that she was working at and then she just lost it and they said she just hasn't talked uh since then so we see kind of, we see michael kind of lurking around uh out in the cut uh of the of this um mental institution there was this one guy walking around in a clown mask i can't remember what his name was oh the big dude yeah he was uh one of the patients there yeah he, all the information about serial killers you needed yeah, he was just one of those guys that just kind of just would repeat. Uh, he knew so much information about serial killers because he was talking about um, who's the John Wayne Gacy, the guy in the or the clown, because yeah. he had a clown, he had a clown mask on. So he was like, yeah, da da da. He knew when he was born and when he died and this and that and how many people he killed. And um, so they kind of see him lurking. The security guards see him lurking around. And then they catch him. Like, what are you doing out here? Because one of the one of the security guards comes to a gate, and they see that the, the padlock was ripped off and the gate was open. So they just assumed it was that that crazy guy that was walking around. So they kind of get him back and put him in his room. The security guards are talking and they're looking at the monitors, and they see uh, we it's it's Michael walking in the basement, and they're like, hey man, I thought you took uh, Joe or whatever his name was and put him back in his room. And he goes, I did. And he goes, then why is he down in the basement? So they're like, uh, so they go down there to go check uh, to see, see if they can find him. Um, Lori is up in her room and that's when the nurses go in there and they're talking, telling her the story. And this is, this is when they, we the audience finds out that when, um, they say she decapitated a guy, but it was the wrong dude. So, cause what we see is we see when Michael's laying there in that room when he uh, fell off the second floor and he was landing on a table, a paramedic went in there by himself and was trying to check him. But then Michael came back to life and grabbed him and picked him up and held him up against the wall. And then when the lady was going, yeah, and then she, she decapitated this guy, but it was the wrong person because we see the cops, they go up uh, to the scene where uh, Michael's laying or they think is Michael and the head was there. Well, this is, I was kind of like questioning. They, I don't think the, police would have done this or the sheriffs or whatever but one of the officers pulls the mask off off the head and we see that it, it was the paramedic and that because she was like well why didn't the paramedic say anything before she cut his head off and then we go back to that scene when michael's got that paramedic against the wall she goes when he was holding him against the wall he like crushed his larynx so he couldn't talk so when i when i heard that i was like <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm like. Oh, Michael thinks everything. Yeah, I was like, all right, that's I'll I'll let it slide. Okay, but but it, I mean, even if that was a paramedic in H2O, I would have but came to and pulled that mask off and was like, what? what? Well, I guess he couldn't talk. But <laughs> and then I was thinking, well, I don't know, maybe he was just in a daze and and wanted help, and then she chopped his head off. So, because we see Michael, after he kills that paramedic, he switches clothes and I assume just put his mask in his pocket 
because when we see the paramedic or we see Michael walking in the paramedic suit outside, he's holding that butcher knife clear as day. I don't know why he wasn't like trying to hide it. And he just walks through all the cops and everybody and then goes off into the bushes. And uh, three years later, he's, he finds out where Laurie Strode. I don't know how he found out where she was, but so Laurie knows all this. So she was kind of planning for him to come because when they come in, they put the medication in her mouth and make her drink something and then they leave. And then Laurie kind of like because they say all she does is sit there and look out the window. Kind of like how Michael was in the original film. So when those nurses leave, she turns her head, she spits the pills out. She's holding some little raggedy end doll or whatever. And she opens the back and she's just been shoving all her medication in there because it's like packed full of it. So she's kind of looking around and um, Michael is down in the basement still. Those two security guards go and uh, looking for him. Well, one of them stops at the vending machine. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, I haven't eaten dinner yet. So he's trying to get his snacks. And the other guy's, well, all right, I'm going to go find Joe or whoever, whatever that guy's name was. He goes walking around the corner and all he hears is, ah! And that, while that dude's at the vending machine, he's like, what the fuck? So he goes over there to see, and it's in the laundry room. He walks over and there's no one in there. I, I had a question again really quick. But uh, after this, he goes over to the, I think it was the dryer because he sees the dryer spinning. And for some reason, it was making some weird noise. So he stops it. And he opens it up, and then he kind of moves the laundry that's in it, and then he sees um, an eye or a head, and he goes ah! He kind of steps backwards and stumbles over and falls, and uh, that the the other security guard's body is laying there and his head is gone, so he's standing there ah! He backs up into Michael. Michael just slits his throat, and then that's the end of him. Um, I assume oh. Before he went, he got into the building, Lori was looking out the window. She saw him standing on the grass, but I don't know if that was just her imagination. But so Michael walks upstairs. He passes that uh, the, the guy with the clown mask on. He looks out his window and he sees Michael walk by, but doesn't really say anything. Um, he kind of like starts drawing something. So Michael walks to the end of the hall. He, it, it's Lori's room. He goes up. And he just, dude, he's like pounding on the door. And he must be super strong. And these doors must be that, those hollow doors. Because he just goes, <laughs> walks right through it. I was like, oh, come on. At least knock it off the hinges or something. But, okay, he's Michael. He's got the super strength. <laughs> so he goes in and he looks at the bed and looks like somebody's laying there. And then he realizes that, oh, no, he looks at the bed. Then Lori comes out of out of the corner, I guess, with a lamp. And boosh, hits him in the back, so he falls down. And then she goes running out down the hall. And then Michael goes after her, and she like runs up uh, to the roof. Because earlier they were saying that every time they find Lori, when she gets out of her room, they find her on the roof, but they they didn't know why. So she gets up there. Michael finds his way up there. He walks outside. Uh, he doesn't see her. He walks over to the edge of the um of the of the roof and kind of looks over the side. And Lori comes out of nowhere and she like flicks this flicks this switch and she had a booby trap. There was a rope uh, right there and Michael had his foot in it and it like just kind of like a little loop and it grabs his foot. And then she she had some kind of winch up there because it flipped Michael upside down and then held him over over the edge. So how, he just how'd she make all that if all she does is stare out the window? 
don't know. Maybe she's slow. Well, she had three years to do it. So yeah, you figure out something in three years. That's what I figured. So he's hanging upside down, still holding his knife. She walks over to him and she's getting ready to, to cut the, the rope for him to just fall to his death. But I'm like, he's fell off how many things? He's riddled with bullets because he got shot, what, six times in the first movie? And then he got shot twice in the head at the end. And then Loomis shot him, I think, four more times. The, so what's that, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? Let's just say he got 12 bullets in him. <laughs> so, unless he dug them all out. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so so he, he's, he's still going strong. I guess it took him 20, what, 23 years to heal uh, from See, all those bullets. That, that's why I always liked that, what was it, Halloween Kills? When Laurie said that the more he kills, the more he transcends into evil. But that's not... This timeline. I, I know. I just I just <laughs> like that explanation that he kills so much he's just pure evil. Oh, that's what Loomis was telling everyone said. He's he's not human anymore, he's evil. He kept calling him it. Even uh Marion was like, Can you refer to him as uh he instead of it? And he's like, Well, whatever you say. Um so so he's hanging there upside down. She's getting ready to cut the rope and hopefully he would fall to his death. But then she remembers that she chopped the wrong guy's head off. So she's like, I got to be sure. So she walks over to him and he's still got the knife in his hand and he's just hanging there. And he walks, she walks over there, grabs his his mask and kind of starts to pull it down. But then Michael grabs her and, uh, oh no, I think he dropped his knife because she was holding one. And they were wrestling around. He pulls her over the side. And um, she had already started cutting the rope. So a few of it was was already broke. So I'm sure his weight and hers combined was heavier. And that rope uh, was about to snap. So, But before, before it did, um, Michael, like, grabbed on to the, to the edge of the, uh, the ledge of the, of the roof. Because they were hanging over the side, and he must be hella strong. Let's say he's what, maybe two hundred pounds, and she's another one ten, one fifteen, maybe. And he's holding her with one arm, one arm, holding her and his weight. But he ended up stabbing her in the back, and pretty much, I just that was the end of her. But she's looking at him. She leans up, gives him a kiss. And I'll see you in hell. And then she just falls. We just see her fall backwards and then hits the ground. And I just assume Michael flipped over and pulled himself up and and went back inside. Because when when he's walking down the hall, this is what I didn't get. Well, I guess he must have walked back. Because he came down downstairs. He goes over to that uh, crazy guy that knew all the stuff about serial killers. He walks into his room and just hands him... The knife that he killed Lori with. Yeah, Mike knows how to clean up his trail. <laughs> yeah, so that guy was. It looks like he was drawing a picture of Michael Myers, and then when he takes the knife from him, he's all happy, and he's like, "Michael Myers, born 1950, whatever, whatever, killed his sister in 50 something or 
60 something and went after everyone else and he just kind of walks down the hall and that's the beginning of resurrection and then you guys know where it goes with with Busta Rhymes and Kung Fu Fight. Yeah, what was their <laughs> their TV show called? It was an internet show. Um something stupid death kill tv or something like that one and that had a very young uh bo katan uh katie sackoff aka starbuck <laughs> she, she believe was it was this. her second movie was it yeah i think so now i gotta click and see uh, i was watching a video i follow her on on youtube she's got all kinds of um videos on there and she um Posted a video of her watching uh, Halloween Resurrection after who knows how many years. She says she hasn't seen it in, in forever. So she threw it in and wanted to watch. No, she's been in a bunch of things before uh, Resurrection. I think that was well, movie role, though. I think that was her first. Okay, TV, TV, her second. TV. Yeah, whatever my my first mister, and then this one, <sighs> Halloween Resurrection. Um, I get some kind of enjoyment out of it, but the the best part is the beginning, because uh, they got Laurie Straw, Jamie Lee Curtis. They got her back only because she said, "I'll do it, but I gotta die." So they're kind of like, "Well, all right, well, come on and uh, be a part of this production." But again, Halloween H2O, 17 million, and the box office, 75 million. Uh, the movie, it was what it was. I mean, it was good. I mean, just Resurrection, I couldn't tell you. Geez, even that one made money. Um, the budget for Resurrection was 15 million. It boxed off as 37.6 million. Uh, it got some of my money, and then got my money when it came out on DVD and Blu ray, and the uh, many box sets that came out afterwards <laughs> but hey, resurrection it's okay but that's in the the second timeline again it's halloween halloween 2 then h2o then resurrection then that's it third timeline original halloween and then david gordon's green halloween halloween kills and halloween ends those four movies if you were to pick your favorite timeline, which one would you go? Uh, first timeline. Yeah. Um, I did like, I didn't like all three of David Gordon Green's. The third one was trash. But I have a feeling years from now, that'll become like a cult classic. I'm, I'm going to watch him again. I'm going to watch all three of them before. Um, before next year, because I mean, I mean, I, I, I think this year at this October, I've watched other than this one, uh, I've watched the original three, then the four we did on horror returns. Um, oh, and then this one and then the beginning of resurrections. I didn't, I didn't get to five or six or the two versions of six. Uh, oh, and I did watch, um, um, Rob Zombies, the first one, the first Halloween. Uh, Halloween 2 uh, I have it Because I'm a completist I got both versions Theatrical and um, You get the steel book 
No, I had it. One. I had it in my hand, and I I might if it's still there. <laughs> but I wonder if I can order it on on Walmart. It's just it's it's the um the unrated version. I think all four versions are on the theatrical and um um uncut Halloween. Let's put Steelbook. Here it is. Let me see. That's just the Batman. Oh, here it is. $24.96. Mm. Well, I guess that's how much I paid for the Blair Witch one. It's... God, you're killing me. Did you pick up the David Gordon Green Steelbook Trilogy at Best Buy? I did. In the case. I did not. Did you? No. That one. If was I if pricey. I wouldn't have, if I didn't own the three movies already on Steelbook, I might have would have tried to go for it. Oh shit! That's seventy seven ninety nine. I got all three of them in Steelbook. That's um, the, that's exactly why I didn't buy them because I already already have them on Steelbook. This is just. You're really paying for the case. Yeah, it's three different covers. Um, Halloween's got Michael on the front. Uh, Halloween Kills just has a house. I, don't, I assume that's Laurie's house. I don't know. That doesn't look like Laurie's house. I don't know whose house that is. And then Laurie is standing on the standing. Um, her profile pictures on Halloween ends. Do I need it? I like it. It kind of, it's kind of like the um the Rambo one. You got that one, didn't you? Yeah, I got that one. And I, I got the I fucked up. Else. I got fucked up. I should have grabbed that one. I didn't. Um, but yeah, I mean I I got all three steelbooks, 4K steelbooks of the last three Halloween films. Um which is the orange one? Oh, that's Halloween ends. Yeah. Halloween kills. I like how that uh, that steelbook box looks. I'm telling you, if they would have made Halloween ends the middle movie and Halloween kills the third movie, I think people would have had different feelings for for the trilogy. I don't know what they were trying to do with in Halloween ends. It's they, they tried to give us another killer and then kill that that killer gets killed and i'm like easily too yeah i'm like well what what was this big long story with him and then you just kill him i figured that might have carried on the legacy to keep going and i wouldn't have liked it but i was like uh, oh, okay and i then, mean i i'm looking forward to the to the tv show did Blumhouse have something to do with it? No, they 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 lost out on. It was a bidding war. Who got it? Miramax. Because they did this one, or they did the last few. Well, yeah. Miramax Dimension, one of the two. Because I think they came on board with part six. Yeah. And then they the, did the rest. From what I understand, they beat out A24. Hmm. I have mixed feelings on A24. I mean, I was all about Blumhouse and 
the beginning, and then they just started dropping trash. And a a twenty four, they they got a good batting record, but there's a some a couple in there that, eh, I didn't. Well, really you know care they're for doing them. the Crystal Lake show. Uh, I'm not gonna cast my vote on that one until it's out. I don't know anything about it. I don't want to know anything about it until I either see a trailer, teaser, or something. I don't want to read into it. I just want to. I just. I want since Friday the Thirteenth is my my favorite horror franchise, um, except for uh, Jason Goes to Hell, which is complete bullshit. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody cult, can sell that to me. Cult if it's, classic. If it comes out with a steel book, of course I'll buy it. <laughs> I got all the I got the huge box set. I got the single movies, uh DVD and Blu-ray. Um they started those steel books. I think they they're only up to chapter uh or the final chapter. I'm waiting for them to drop um a new beginning. I'll buy them all. <laughs> when Jason goes to hell comes out. In a steel book, of course I'll buy it. I, I I have to. Shit, I have Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation, and that movie's garbage. That movie's I have that amazing. one. Amazing. Uh, that movie's Matthew, hilarious. Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. He's awesome in it. Uh, Academy Award winner Renee Zellweger. She's cute. Before she kind of messed. I got the up. I got the Leatherface Funko Pop from that movie. From. Which one? Next Generation. They came out with one? Yeah. It's got the mask with the lipstick. That's from the original. That's the original one. I think mine says Next Generation. I, I can't. I don't have my glasses on. Because I have those. I have both. I have. Well, I have every version of. Except for like the last one that they put out. Um. It just says Texas Chainsaw on them. I have the the they were Hot Topic exclusives. I got um they came in those um gift boxes. Yeah, it was in a it was in a, like yeah. a horror box. Uh, shout out to my girl Rachel. She she hooked me up. She um she got uh, she got two of them for me, and lo and behold, one of them had the chase in it. So I got both versions from. The, the hot topic one and i got the first go around of leatherface and then they put out another one i think hot topic or someone else put out another one um i think he's holding the chainsaw then there's another version which i need to get he's holding like a mallet um i don't have that one i think that's the only one that i don't have i have all i have all the other ones um as well as the the other two on how he looked in, in the original film. That's the one when he's got the, the lipstick and everything on. I have that one. Um, I need to stop buying these damn things. I'm running out of room. I only buy specific ones. I try to do that too, but then they keep coming out with more ones. I don't, I'm not like the Zisu that, that buys everyone that comes out. I mean, he's my brother and I love him to death, but... Come on. <laughs> you don't need every single one. I love talking to him. He's like, I need it. I need it. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> but I think the last one I bought was the cocaine bear one where he's got the he's sniffing the, the leg with the <laughs> cocaine on it. I have the one with the brick of cocaine in his mouth. <laughs> I got that one. That's the last one I bought. 
I the last one I got, well the last couple I bought. Um I got uh the the new Eddie Van Halen exclusive, the the shop the exclusive shop one. I got that one. Uh rest in peace. He's the greatest guitar player ever lived. Um oh and I got the uh the convention exclusive, the Toxic Avenger. I think that was a um Oh yeah, the Target one. Yeah, that was a shared one. I wish I could have got the one from New York Comic Con, but everyone goes, it's, it's it's the exact same mold, but the sticker. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me why that's come that New York Comic Con sticker brings the value up more. Same thing with San Diego. It'll say San Diego Comic Con limited edition, uh, but they also do shared exclusives with whoever else. But uh, Toxic Avenger is my favorite, all time favorite trauma film. It's the very first trauma film i've seen um i have all the other toxic avenger films they're they're not the greatest but the first one was the best one that's the cult classic and i'm sure the other ones as well even what's his name pops up in the second one michael jai white as one of those kung fu guys um then they just got stupid the three and citizen toxie and whatever did you get the 4k Uh, box set no, I have all of them, the individual individuals, but you don't need to see those movies in 4K. Ah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, hey, how much is it? Do I need it? It's like <laughs> 80 bucks for the box set. Uh, here it is, 4K box set. Amazon. A hundred dollars. Oh, it went up. That's what that's what it says here. I think I last time saw it on Best Buy for, or I can get the the DVD box set for sixty seven. Oh, you killing me, man! Ghoulies is on. Four K. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two disc, oh, you fuckers! I don't need it. Um. Oh fuck! Swamp Things in four K. Ah. I need to stop looking up these things. These things kill me. But a hundred dollars for the the TA in 4K. Uh, yeah, it went up. It, it's on Best Buy for a hundred bucks, and they're sold out. Yeah, hundred at Amazon, a hundred and Target. Free shipping. Uh, that that doesn't mean anything. Gee, someone's selling it for a uh, hundred and seventeen used on eBay. Psh, please. Might as well buy a brand new. I don't think I'll be getting that unless someone gives it to me for Christmas. Or uh, Troma. Any of you Troma people want to send Brian and I a Toxic Avenger box set? We'll take it. (laughs) We will review every disc on there. Yes, we will. In glorious 4K. Everything. We'll listen to all the commentaries, watch all the special features, and everything. Shout out to Lloyd Kaufman. Um, I had a cool little conversation with him. I think I put it out one of the episodes way, way, way back there. But um, he also did a little intro for me for the Magnez podcast. Uncle Lloyd, awesome guy, if you guys ever get to meet him. If you go to any of the big cons, New York or San Diego or Dragon or whatever the other ones, he's he's always there. And he loves to talk and loves everyone that's that loves all his uh, his whole productions and his films. I also buy his books as well. I got that one... What was it called? Everything I learned about filmmaking was making the Toxic Avenger or something to, to that nature. But 
All right, everyone. That is it. The final episode of East Society's 31 Days of Halloween. Uh, shout out to everybody that was involved this year. Of course, my brother Brian uh, did the bulk of the series like he always does with me. The Zisu as well. He popped up in here. Even go over to our Spotify for Podcasters feed. We did um, two. Uh, well, it, it was one big show, but I broke it up into two episodes. The uh, Rotten Tomatoes 25 Best Horror Movie Remakes. Uh, we had a little technical issues uh, after the first hour, so I had to break it up into two because we, we recorded two sessions of that one. That was a good episode. Go listen to that as well as the uh, BB, the power of BB compels you. When we talk about uh, Big Brother, of course, um, they did an Exorcist uh, challenge. Um, <laughs> it was fun to watch, but uh, I mean, the Zisu gets way more enjoyment out of that show than I do. And then we also did a little bonus thing at the end of that episode because that was only just a segment. I think it was only like 15 minutes. And then we went on for another hour talking about um, he found a list talking about movie monsters. Um, so definitely go over to our Spotify feed. Uh, just go to the links below and, and it'll take you right to our page and listen to everything there. Uh, so but all the films we've done this month. Oh, also, I got to give a shout out to um, Julie. She came through. Uh, for two episodes, um, the geeks with a Z, Alil, Sean, and Steve. Awesome that they came on and did an episode with me. I was also on one of their episodes for their uh, 31 Days of Halloween. Uh, I believe they did. They said they did way more than 31. They said they were in the 40s. Yeah, <laughs> so, I believe they said they're going to continue into November. Yeah, he he oh he, they want both of us on one. I said, well, just let us know which one. Um, we did Witchboard two. <laughs> we did that one, didn't we? We were supposed to. I think we were supposed to do it when we did Witchboard with them, and then just nobody was <laughs> aching to do it. I guess Be- because I think last year I did Witchboard with them, and um. Oh, that's right. You were supposed to be in on there with us. I don't know. Something happened. But uh, we did that one. And then when they af- asked me, hey, do you want to come on again this year? And I said, yeah, sure. And they said, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Just pick something and I'll watch it. And Lil was like, well, we did Wishboard the first time. And I, I just happened to turn around and look at my shelf of movies. And I saw Wishboard 2. I said, let's do Wishboard 2. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so well, we did I mean, that one. There is Wishboard 3. And that will be a spoiler, everyone. We are doing uh, with the geeks next year. You got to be on with that one, because okay. I don't think we did. I don't think we did three. I think we watched some of it and just talked about it. Didn't didn't yeah. review the whole thing. But we are going to do Witchboard three and Witch Trap. Did we do that one? I don't know anymore. We've yeah done hundreds of movies. And I guess. It's, it's all a blur. <laughs> Let me see. I don't have it on Blu-ray, I think. Um, I know it, it is on Blu-ray. I think I do I have it on uh, Blu-ray. Whew, that's an import. I don't want the import. I want the, the regular. 
I think one of those um because I remember seeing it somewhere. Yeah, it came oh. with it like a slipcase. $126? F you. Okay, that's an import. Must not, I might have, I'm have to search uh, eBay for that. But yeah, those are the, the two movies that we're going to do next year. Witchboard 3 and Witch Trap. Um, yeah, here it is right here. 17 bucks. Hell no, a hundred and some dollars. F you. <laughs> Just buy it off eBay. But anyway, yeah, um, we're going to do those next year with uh, the geeks. So shout out to them as well. Um, and everybody that, that, that helped us, everyone that listens to these. I mean, I see those download numbers. And Brian here, I always got to give him extra special love. He hypes us up all the time. And. I, I can't say nothing but thanks, brother, man. You, you rock. You rule. Um, hopefully, you can, you can make it down to uh, Frightmare next year. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it sucked. I was on, Well, I was there for like a day and a half, and then I flew out Saturday night. But I want to go like the full time again, and I, the rooms are already taken, all gone at that hotel where everyone's staying at. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, but everyone just thank you for listening to all 31 episodes uh of our 31 days of horror it's always fun to do we start off strong with the early recordings and then we just kind of fall back and get a little laxed (laughs) but uh we we do it we always finish we always finish strong with 31 films and i i just i can't but we give you regular movies a lot of old movies um, I never want to do anything new that comes out in 2023 because we usually cover those either on the Horror Returns or yeah. the little bit that I cover on a regular East Society show. Yeah, well, I appreciate the movies that you picked that I was on because a lot of them I'd never heard of. Most, some of them were too, like where the like the the phone ones, the murder phone and the don't answer the phone and and this and that. There was some that I, I never, I never seen heard, either. I never heard of Blood Beach. Oh. <laughs> oh man, those are great. Oh, I did the the Piranha, the original one. We're gonna have to do next year either the remake or Piranha Two, the spawning. Directed uh-huh. by someone else as well as uh, James Cameron. I think that was like his first movie he he, he direct or helped direct. <sighs> Piranha two. I seen it once. I don't I don't remember much of it. Um uh, I always say this. I mean, at, at the end of the, of these uh, of this month, if you guys want us to cover something next year, just shoot a line, message, whatever. Um, let me know what and uh, if we haven't done it, of course we'll do it because there's like we said, we found some ones that we've never seen before, and uh, some that we just haven't seen in a, in a really long time. So I tried to pull out a lot of obscure ones this year, and which I did because some people were like, I never even heard of this film. So, but uh, there were some new ones in there, like the Nightmare Nightmare at Noon. I didn't even know that existed until the, the Zisu and I did one of our Spotify shows when we were talking about remakes. It's not a remake from the crazies. We said it on the Spotify show, but um, I did more research. Uh, if you guys listen to that episode, I found out that it was just coincidence on what they did. But it was to- a total it was either just a rip off of the crazies or 
they uh, are not uh, so so much of a remake. Uh, I, I did pick up the Blu-ray. I saw the Arrow put it out. Whoop, put that right in my basket and bought it. Because <laughs> if you guys have not seen uh, Nightmare at Noon, that movie is awesome. Uh, I, again, I never even heard of that film. I'm surprised I never saw it in the video store. Maybe it was there and I just didn't pay any attention to it. But yeah, everyone, again, thank you so much uh, that helped us out this year. You guys rule. And come back again next year for more. Next thing you know, it'll be October 2024. And we'll be right back at it again. So, um, of course, I had to end it with a Halloween movie. Who knows? Maybe we'll end it with another Halloween movie next year. Or uh, unless something new comes out. Maybe the TV show will be out or whatever. I'm kind of iffy on that. I mean, is it? Are they going to go to the original idea and be an anthology show? Or is it going to somehow put Michael Myers back together and then uh, let him find another mask and go on another killing spree? But I don't know. Well, if they if they can rebuild Chucky and rebuild Jason... And everyone else. Bring, well, shit, back, there's, bring back Daniel Harris. Shit, there's what, 30, maybe 30 movies of Amityville Horror? Did you, are you still doing that, or did you just tap out? Uh, it, it'll be back. Just... <laughs> uh, there, there, there's been a bunch made. Shout out to Sean C. Phillips. He made a few of them. Yeah, third, 30's putting it lightly that there's <laughs> 30 Amityville movies. 30 that comes out each month. And then sometimes they don't have to do anything with the the Amityville, the actual real Amityville story. It's just Amityville Karen, Amityville Shark House, or <laughs> whatever. It's that one we did on the Action Returns. Oh my gosh! What was it, Amityville Uprising or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. Mentioned the town of Amityville, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> and then they had a big shootout at the police station. <laughs> that wasn't in Amityville. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even in Amityville. Anyway, yeah, I mean, if we even if we made a movie, we made Amityville Lunchbox or, or something stupid like that. <laughs> but well, we also did Amity was Amityville Vacation or Christmas or Christmas Vacation. Yeah, and I talked to geeks into doing that one too. I think that was one of their shortest reviews. Yeah. <laughs> I think you mentioned it to me. It was I remember it was really late and I watched yeah. it. And yeah, I, I mentioned it to you and then you saw how long it was and you were like, I'm gonna watch it and I'll call you back. <laughs> I think we, oh we did that last year for um twelve random days of Christmas. Yeah. Um uh, I don't know what we're doing um for twelve random uh, days of Christmas this year. Um I know I want to do Fat Man because I know we did that on Action Returns, but I, I want to rewatch that. I want to do that one. Uh, maybe um, was it Silent Night, Violent Night, the one with uh, Hellboy or um, Hopper? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was another one on Shutter that I saw. I can't oh, remember what it was. The, the one Lance hated with the robot Santa Claus. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I want to watch that I, one. I like that one. Well, I'll, all right. I'll, well, I'll, Lance was having a bad day or something that day. <laughs> I'll put that on the list. And we'll do that. I was just kind of scrolling through the movies, and I saw it. Well, we'll have to put that on the list. <laughs> but all right, everyone, we don't want to give you a three-hour show uh, of this one. But 
Halloween H2O and the beginning of Halloween Resurrection. Um, and yeah, Brian, brother, man, thank you so much for, for doing this. And of course, you'll be here again next year with me. Thank you for and having me. Everybody else that, that came on uh, with us and everyone that dropped lines uh, for films for me to do or for us to do. I try to make a list and I... I think I did most of the movies on this list and then I kind of veered off with some other ones, but I think it was just random movies. Oh, and the short films that we found were awesome. Definitely go listen to all of those. And the, the other one, the, was it wrong exit? Was that the one? Next exit. Oh, next. Next exit, wrong exit. I don't remember what. Whatever the exit one was, it was a short film, and that was a rough one. But I think it's uh, more for awareness of uh, just keep an eye on on your kids, keep an eye on your loved ones. Um, that one, it was. I love. I'm glad that they made that for for awareness, and uh, it was horrific on what was going on in it. But um, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go go listen to it. It's go back a few and it's there so but everyone again thank you so much uh for listening this year and just for listening if you're new to the e-society and this was your first year listening to our 31 days of horror we did this the past few years so you can go back and listen to all the other ones we did you got to go way way back in the catalog but we i think i think this is our fourth year okay we've been the e-society for seven years and i think I think we either did five or four years. I, I don't. I don't remember. We've done so many shows, Brian and I especially. So just go way back, because uh, here on the Scatterness Podcast Network, we got. I'm just looking at what it says. We got 737 episodes. That's not. That's not just East Society. That's Macnez Podcast and all the other little side shows that veered off into this and that with the East Society, and uh, some of the short-lived shows. That uh, some of the people um, came on and did for a little while. They said they're going to bring them back, but I don't. Know, I haven't heard anything from them. But uh, Macnez and the E Society are, are moving forward with everything. We don't. We don't see an end to us stopping to doing it. Uh, the Zeus and I love doing this, and Brian, he's been a part of the E Society for who knows how many years. So, but um, yeah, everyone, just thank you so much. Uh, the year's coming to an end. We got uh, two more months of twenty. 23 and we move on to 2024 and uh i know we got tons of new movies i know hollywood's still kind of on a standstill um but we do got a lot of good things still coming out in in, in the foreign markets Uh, a lot of good tv a lot of good movies independent films as well are coming out and everything so everyone please just just keep an eye on and everything or listen to both or listen to everything we got here, going over to the horrorreturns.com and listen to all the shows that Brian and I do over there, as well as the main show. I pop on there when I can. And we got more and more for you uh, on both um, both networks, uh, Skaternez and the Horror Returns. We're, we're all over the map with everything. And uh, yeah, got to give a shout out to uh, Brother Phil and Brother Lance. Um, yeah, Brother Lance is... Uh, the one we gotta impress the most. <laughs> so it's got yeah. high standards. <laughs> yeah, uh, we love him to death, man. He's our brother. But all right, everybody, 
Thank you again. Come back next year for East Society's 31 Days of Horror 2024. So until then, please be safe out there and always party on. Happy Halloween. <laughs>